everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara. Well, it's not just another edition today, because today is the 100th episode of Star Sound Speaks. Woo! Le centième episode en français. I am using the Gemini Sag axis of the last year and a half to um, study French again. <laughs> but anyway, that's not what I want to talk to you about. I just want to say, uh, before we get into the uh, astrology for May, uh, that we are, I'm just so grateful uh, for all of you because I really enjoy doing this and I, I hear from some people and that they really enjoy this podcast. So that's, that's good that it's the reason we're doing this is to assist everybody and um, hopefully you find value in this and at least somebody does. So <laughs> you know what they say, if, if, you've, if you've helped one person, you've done your job, right? So anyway, really grateful and um, always delightful to hear from everybody. And so anyway, before we get into the May, May's got some interesting opportunities and I'm going to give an overview of dates and also get your pencils out or your whatever tools you use to transcribe this and keep, put this on your calendar, these power dates of opportunity. Um, but before I do, I just want to say, so yeah, I'm going to, because of course Venus is in Taurus, and so we're going to celebrate. Um, and I was, I wanted to have it today, but we're having a little party, you know, the Leo in me, I, I, I don't wait for a party, I create it, right? So um, I, I went to the store and I got a really good cake mix, and I'm going to bake a cake and put really good icing on it, and all my friends are coming over and we're we're going to celebrate on Sunday. So I, I bought this little, little box. Of, this is really good stuff. I mean, I need like a padlock to, to keep it under locks, but the, the Simple Mills brand. This is my cake mix. See, it says Simple Mills chocolate, chocolate muffin and cake. Yeah, this is going to be really great. And then I'm going to have like cream cheese icing. And I'm going to put the whole, like, like it's all vegan, right? Because I'm, I'm vegan. So no animals were affected or hurt in the making of this food. Um, so this is uh, benefits everyone, right? Win-win, delicious, uh, Uranus and Taurus, right? Take care of the earth, take care of the animals, take care of each other. And so that's, um, that's my desserty cake party, which will be Sunday. So um, if you wanna know, the, uh, the frosting is going to be, <laughs> um, what is it, Mi Miyoko's, I think it's called. Another, you know, where you can get in trouble buying this stuff because it's so good. Uh, it's Miyoko, uh, cream cheese and butter, like a cream, like a cream cheese buttercream frosting or some ridiculous thing, which thank God I don't eat every day because that would not be good. <laughs> Just special occasions, trying to be good. Anyway, back to juicing the next day, right? <laughs> so that's that. And, and I just want to say before I move on to the astrology, um, a big shout out to, to there are so many, I checked back on, on the, uh, the podcasting platform and I don't know about YouTube. I don't know how to get into the deeply into the analytics if they have a country by country breakdown, but I looked and I was so surprised that more people from other countries on the audio platform iTunes and Spotify and eight other platforms that we have like 53 countries now. It used to be like 36 and now it's 53. So I'm like, yay. Of course, I think the Leo in me is like always like, yay. Um, so anyway, I just want to give a shout out to, to all you guys 
in these countries. So let me see, I'm gonna pull this up. Um, okay, so most of the, obviously, because most of the world's internet traffic is les Etats-Unis, the United States. Um, however, um, we have, look at all these fabulous people. La Côte d'Ivoire, the Ivory Coast. Hello, Ivory Coast. Uh, the UK, fabulous. Uh, Australia, and I just, you guys, you're amazing. Um, I guess if, if we call you guys the land down under, do you call everyone else the, the, um, the land up and over? I, I don't know, but I'm just wondering. Uh, Canada, yay, I love, j'aime le, le Canada. Um, Mexico, Germany, Japan, Ireland, another fabulous country. Uh, Turkey, yay, Turkey, Istanbul, fabulous, beautiful country. Uh, Serbia, yes, I've been to, I was there when it was Yugoslavia, so that's, that's how old I am, right? <laughs> uh, Portugal, Romania, Hungary, hello, hello. Um, Italy, buongiorno, uh, New Zealand, Sweden, I love Sweden, yes, and I'd love to visit New Zealand. So if anyone wants to buy me an airline ticket, just, I'm there. <laughs> uh, Panama, hello, Panama. I think you're one of the new countries, Panama. The Netherlands, India, love you, India. Denmark, hello, hello. Jai oh my God. Yes, my first boyfriend was from Denmark, but I still remember how to say, I love you. I think that means I love you. I hope so. Hope it doesn't mean get lost or anything. Please don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little rusty here. Um, Russia, hello, Russia. Yeah, um, all I remember is spasibo. So I don't remember how to say hello. So please forgive me. Um, <laughs> France, bonjour la France, j'adore. Um, je t'aime, je t'aime beaucoup. Um, Taiwan, Switzerland, um, where I can get into all sorts of trouble with the chocolate bars, kilo-sized chocolate bars, total heaven. Uh, Belgium, another <laughs> great place to get into chocolate trouble. Uh, Macedonia, hello, oh, beautiful country. I've been there, very, very grateful to, to have seen the, uh, some of these places. Uh, Poland, hello, Spain, hello, hello. Austria, Greece, Ecuador, another beautiful country. Uganda, that must be incredibly beautiful uh, with right there in the middle of, of Africa below the Sahara and must be very, very lush. And um, anyway, saying hello, Croatia, Norway, Belize, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Kuwait, hello Kuwait, hello Chile, hello South Africa, uh, Bermuda, hello, hello, um, Brazil, hello Brazil, Sending you much light and love. Um, Czech Republic, and yay. Malaysia, Argentina, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico. Woot woot. Uh, El Salvador, Ukraine, yes. Uh, let's see, Slovenia, hello Slovenia. Uh, Finland, Malta, I think you're new too, Malta. Um, hello, hello. Uh, Iceland and Morocco. Yes, definitely. Hello. Bonjour, Morocco. Bonjour, bonjour, salut. So yeah, there we go. Just want to give that quick shout out. So it wasn't really quick, but forgive me. All right, so back we are. So here's, here's our little, um, I'm going to run through um, 
an overview, and I'll get into some of these dates during the month, you know, more specifically. This is an important month because we're back in eclipse season. So um, the eclipses happen twice a year, lunar and solar, like bookends. Since last May, they have been in the signs of Gemini and Sag. So uh, again, we'll have a um, we'll have a lunar eclipse at the end of this month, and then the solar will be next month in, in June, June 1st. I'm oh, sorry, June 10th. So here we go. All right. So the uh, the first thing is May 1st um, is um, tomorrow, Saturday, May 1st. Well, that's that's May Day, right? They call that May Day at, in the pagan traditions. It's called Beltane. And that is, um, it's, a it's associated with fertility. And of course, in the Northern Hemisphere, it's the arrival of spring. And in the in the symbology of the signs and the sun signs, the sun being in Taurus signifies philosophically in all this, this lushness, it's, you know, Venus ruled. So it's very goddessy and uh, it's, you know, these riches and, you know, the, the Beltane is the, the cross points. So we're halfway with that, with the Beltane holiday, we are halfway between the spring equinox, well, the, in the Northern hemisphere, spring equinox, the equinox and the solstice. So it's a it's a quarter point, it's a crossing point. And they say that the Fae, which are the fairies, you know, the elementals of the uh, the fairy kingdom is very active in Beltane. The, the veils are very thin in Samhain, which is the um, Halloween, and also the exact opposite, which is this weekend, the Beltane celebration. So the the, it's a very mystical time for um, where the veil is thin, so it's great for communicating with the fairy realms and your um, imagination and uh, love and love of nature. This is a great time to get out there and just celebrate. In the in the pagan traditions, they danced around the maypole, right? Um, in um, I remember in Catholic school, May the month of May was Mary's month, right? Because May sounds like Mary. And so, of course, again, you know, owing to that, the ancient precept about the goddess and fertility and all of that good stuff. So uh, I remember having to put up, um, I was one of, I always loved to help around and we'd put up a, on bulletin boards in the, in the classroom. I can still see powder blue paper with pictures of Mary and we, we got to, you know, tack them up on the bulletin board. So that was always a fun, and I always loved it because for, for me, it was the beginning of spring and, you know, it's my favorite time of the year, spring and summer. So, um, so May 1st to 3rd is, is the, the, so go out and celebrate and uh, just, you know, it's reconnect with nature. Now the sun will be moving into a square with Saturn from the 1st to the 3rd of May. So that might put a you might find a little bit of a tampering down. It might be a little bit of challenge, but maybe not, you know, not so bad just to be patient and wise and uh, don't overindulge too much because the Venus is hosting the sun, you know, so we might be a little too pleasurable, but we can be, um, have fun and moderation and have patience and such. So this is just a few days where we, where we feel that. So the first of the third is really where most of that would occur. Then we have Mercury, which has been in the sign of Taurus, is now going to step into Gemini. It's its home sign. So it's like this homecoming team, right? Mercury is in its domicile in Gemini. And that will start um, May 3rd to 4th. Um, and that is, um, Venus is going to be there as well. Well, this is 
really big because we're coming into the sun going at the end of the month. The sun will be in Gemini. Mercury is going to be in Gemini. Mercury is going to go retrograde in its home sign of Gemini. And we'll have the eclipse in Gemini. So this is really heavy duty Mercury Gemini season. So everything relating to our connections, our speech, our communications, our thoughts, attitudes, ideals, uh, ideas, data, data and information, commerce, merchants, siblings, our brothers and sisters, our neighbors, our connections in the immediate vicinity, right? Such as neighbors, siblings, all of these subjects are um, are coming up. So this is these these subjects and significations are going to be um, very loud, especially with eclipses, because that's going to show us where we've had blind spots and where there are major endings and major beginnings. So lots and lots of good stuff there. Um, anyway, so that's that's the um, Mercury coming into Gemini, and um, and so. This is going to probably, you know, again, these things will be more deeply explored and transformed in the eclipses, but at least Mercury stepping into that home sign is really going to give us a, a flavor for what's ahead. Um, Mercury is in, uh, sorry, uh, Venus is going to jump on there. So Venus and Mercury are going to be buddies in Gemini. And buddy is definitely a good, <laughs> Venus is all about peace and grace and connection and harmony. So. I would say any kind of like business deals, maybe uh, maybe you have a business deal going on with a, um, or a contract that is to be signed with say a brother or sister or cousin or somebody like that. Uh, this would be a really good, especially like May 8th, 9th, uh, when as Venus moves into Gemini for this, that second week in May, really a good time if you have uh, any kind of business deal that you wanna get involved with. Um, certainly, or maybe even uh, like say, write like say you wanted to write a screenplay or write the great American novel. You could buy, you know, screenwriting software or, or any or some kind of um, technological thing. You know, with having to do with information. Certainly, a, a new computer. You know, you could get some great deals. I would think. Um, you know, Gemini also rules school, so elementary and high school. So there could be some ease and, and, and connection and, and making our harmonious alliances with, with school and things going well, benefic, you know, in, the, in that direction. Of course, it's been very tough with, the, with COVID and, and the schools and, you know, the incredibly difficult situations that, that the school system has found itself in. But again, this is another reform when the eclipses which happened last year and again this year in Gemini and Sag. So there's a lot of changes, fundamental changes going on with the school uh, district, uh, school system at large, um, all over the world, right? Um, May 11th, we have the new moon. So I'll break that down in another video, but the new moon in Taurus, um, you know, of course, Venus is the host being that, you know, the, in the sign of Taurus, she is the hostess for the new moon. So the new moon lunation starting May 11th into next month will be this has a has a very graceful flair has a real um, beauty around it and a uh, harmonic influences so that will be kind of permeating and, and overshadowing the the lunation cycle so that that can be that's wonderful <laughs> that's going to be wonderful um let's see May 12th we have the um 
we have Mars in Cancer, right? It's been in the sign of Cancer and it is going to trine Saturn in Aquarius. So maybe there's some home remodeling going on and we could get a boost with the trine with that nice, it has, a, it has trines of the element of, of the feeling of Jupiter. So there could be some grace and blessing around maybe home remodeling or um, security. You know, you say home security, certainly any issues like that. And Saturn could be our family lineage as well. Uh, it's not just building, although it certainly does apply to that construction building foundations. So maybe building, building strong, powerful, bold uh, family connections, you could say with, you could use that transit for that. Um, then we've got on uh, May 14th, we have uh, now, oh, sorry, May 13th is, I've talked about this before, Jupiter is going to be in, is going to dip its toe into Pisces. Now it just went, it, it was so fast. I couldn't believe how fast Jupiter went in Aquarius. Usually takes a year, but it only took what, uh, December to, to May, five months, it's went zoop, zipped right through the entire <laughs> sign of Aquarius. And now it's heading into Pisces. So it'll be at zero Pisces for a few days around May 13th. And then it'll go two degrees into Pisces. At the end of July, it will retrograde and it'll go backwards and it'll spend a few months, you know, stepping back into the sign of Aquarius, and then it'll turn around again in, in uh, what is it, like October or so, and it'll go direct. And then it will, it will finish out, and then it'll be fully in Pisces in December, from December of this year, 2021, into all next year. So this little blip, this little blip dip of the toe from May 13th to the end of July is important because it's giving us a preview of coming attractions. So what that looks like, well, Jupiter, especially at the zero degree, the zero degrees. So let me say, give you some exact dates for when that is. Hold on a sec. Okay, it's uh, the May, about May 13th to the 23rd, it will be at zero degrees of Pisces. So the zero degree is what's called a critical degree in astrology. So that is giving us this bird's eye view of what, and what will it give us a bird's eye view of? Well, Jupiter rules the truth. It rules faith and religion and spirituality and, you know, morality, like doing the right thing. Um, certainly um, fairness and such and justice, courts, you know, all of that is, is Jupiter ruled. And people in high places, it can be the media, like say national media, it could just be people in general. Um, it's certainly, um, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of significations, a confidence, it's, a, it's the greater benefic. So this is about confidence, hope, joy, optimism. And it's in its home sign. It's in, in its, it, Jupiter rules Pisces and Sagittarius. Well, Jupiter in the sign of Pisces is, is giving us this, you know, faith, faith restored. It'll give us a, a, this zero degree preview is gonna show us ideal, right? So the ideal environment 
where faith is restored, where we're getting inspiration, where we're getting inspiration for self-improvement, for expanding our consciousness. These are all various possibilities and potentialities that are gonna make themselves available next year when Jupiter spends the entire year in, in Pisces. But this nice, this window of time from late May, mid-May to late July, will give us this chance to see it in action. So whatever we see, it will be a feat how it is and where it is in your chart. It'll give you a, a sense of things. Like for example, if Jupiter is in your sixth house, um, it'll give you the ideal work situation. It'll show you the ideal work situation or um, health situation. Maybe even if you were sick, you know how how uh, you know uh, how faith and optimism can restore your your faith and in, in your ability to be well. Um, just things that are coming to mind. If it's in your tenth house, it would be the ideal career situation, and so on and so forth. So um, perhaps we'll we'll explore that more deeply um, in the in the month to come. But it is certainly because Jupiter spends an entire year in the sign, it's certainly uh, something, and it does, it, it's always about bringing uh, increase, increase and expansion and abundance and uh, good luck and opportunity. Although sometimes it can be ex excess as well. You know, you could go to Vegas and blow your entire wallet at the gambling table. So, you know, you have to, it's, there's always a shadow and it's overreaching and such. But certainly with, with Jupiter and Pisces, it's, you know, beliefs, beliefs being um, explored and maybe tested, you know, as, as planets make their um, various um, transits affecting the, that sign where the square opposition trine, it will be bringing around tests and opportunities for us. So anyway, that's going to be happening. So that's May 13th. Uh, May 14th is when Mercury starts its shadow retrograde period. So it doesn't go fully retrograde till the end of the month, but it's interesting. And, and as, as you get more attuned to the planets, you could actually feel it. In the last few years, I've been able to really, you, you could feel it without even looking it up online or you know checking it out in writing what day and hour of time in your time zone you can actually feel it and just, just be aware of that and kind of test it out. And you'll see, like, you'll feel like the slightest little doo -doo where oh, I slipped with something or with in terms of a piece of data or information or I screwed up some date or got something backwards. You know, you can just, it's very subtle. It's a very, very subtle thing. Now, could you still sign a contract? Yeah, sure, no problem. Um, Venus in Gemini is going to help a lot as it's riding along, you know, just like like Batman and Robin, you know, like Robin had that little sidecar, you know, so <laughs> Venus is riding along with Mercury. So it's, it's giving, um, it, it's, I would say it's probably going to make the retrograde maybe a little easier, it'll give some grace. For instance, uh, one of the things that happens when Mercury goes retrograde is relationships uh, that aren't working typically come to an end. And I've seen this many, many times in my life and, and, and uh, other people's as well as, and it could be a friendship or business relationship, uh, maybe a contractual uh, agreement or, or such. And so that can, that can be good or bad, <laughs> depending on what's going on in your life. But 
that is definitely the Mercury's uh, movement like that. Uh, it is definitely a time to step back and, re and review things that haven't been working or to change one's mind and to see things in a more mystical fashion. Sometimes people from our past um, show up. I mean, I, I actually, I don't know if there's ever been a Mercury retrograde where I didn't have somebody from my past show up. And again, depending on what, um, what house is it in your chart, it's those are the people in your life that could potentially, for example, you know, show up. Like if Mercury is retrograde in your fifth house, it could be an old lover shows up. Or if it's in your, you know, 11th house, it could be an old friend, somebody that you used to know. So it's really quite uh, fascinating to see, um, or your ex-husband or ex-wife, you know, if it's in your seventh house. So just a, something to be aware of. And again, um, nothing to be afraid of. Mercury retrograde has some very mystical qualities. I think it gets a bad rap in, in the, we can all be silly about it, but truly in a, in a deeply spiritual philosophic practice, um, we, we, we really wanna look at these transits and, and astrology in general as this kind of, uh, an, I would say like an addendum an extension of our spiritual practice because these are opportunities for us to transform always in every moment there are these transits are it's like the universe's way of showing us like here here's how you can step off the wheel you know and suffering right and so all of it even the the tough transits the saturn transits and the pluto transits all of those are really serving to enlighten us and to broaden our and ex expand our consciousness so we have to always make sure that we're not getting crazy about these things anyway okay so let me see what else i got for you Okay, so that's May 14th about Mercury starts its shadow retrograde and it'll go fully retrograde at the end of the month, which is about May 30th, I think. So let me see, let me grab that uh, just a second. Yeah, it's uh, May 29th, 30th, Mercury will go retrograde. So that's that. And then um, on this is, now here's the thing that I really want to uh, highlight. I. I had said, you know, many months ago when we did the um, the forecast for July, uh, for 2021 that, you know, watch April and May, they're, they're definitely hot. Uh, well, certainly we saw history made this month of April with the Chauvin verdict and a real turning point. Again, this was something indicated, one of the many facets that was indicated by the eclipse last year in uh, zero degrees of cancer. Here, the activation of that was right when Derek Chauvin was convicted of murder for the death of George Floyd. And of course, sparked this entire movement, the Black Lives Matter movement came back in a greater force and really uh, started making an enormous impact. Everything was accelerated, this consciousness to um, heal this pain body that we've had in our society for 400 years. 
So, wow, right? Big, big, big stuff, big changes in leadership toward a more compassionate government, a more compassionate society. So yes, April was a really big month. Well, May is gonna bring its um, interesting, uh, <laughs> it certainly hasn't stopped. Um, I know one of the things I mentioned was the royal family because now we've got, I said, you know, watch May because Uranus at 11 degrees of the fixed signs is, uh, I, as Smyrna, our wonderful Smyrna Gabrancic from Serbia, we've had her on many times. As if you've followed the podcast, you know uh, she. And go look, check out her predictions and things. As she is incredible, and we've got the, about the the presidential election and um, you know the royal family, and it's really a fascinating. But it is definitely. Um, I know that Prince Philip passed. Um, that was another big milestone. The falling of the old guard, you know, the passing of the torch would be a south node Saturn, I'm sorry, south node and Sagittarius uh, kind of thing. The south node being that which is decaying, which is old, which is falling away. And the north node is what we are embracing, what we are moving toward. So uh, this is going to be a big month with not only the lunar eclipse in um, at five degrees of Sagittarius, it's a south node lunar eclipse. So again, the falling away of one's comfortable environment, uh, very about, you know, what is Sagittarius? Prestige, you know? So uh, we, we're seeing uh, this across the board in, in, all, in all of our lives. But I happen to, I think that more is going to be coming with um, the, especially because Smyrna, and this is how I met her originally. I, I read an article of, her, of hers a couple of years ago and it, she talked about how she found that there's this degree, the 11th, 11 degrees of fixed signs, so Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio, they, that when, when 11 degrees occurs, there's always some kind of abdication or a crisis in monarchy, crisis in leadership, and it happened with Wallace Warfield Simpson and Prince Edward and such, and again, you know, here it is coming in Right when when Harry and Meghan did that big Oprah interview, it was only within a couple of degrees from from that. But I but when it's ex here, it is exactly on eleven. So we could be seeing a lot more shakeups and changes in in that area. Um, now, why should we care? Well, when you think about the royal family, the symbology of the royal family, and how they represent this old guard, this 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 aspect of our consciousness of of the things of this is the way it is, and this is the way it's been, and now with Uranus and Taurus shaking up our values, right, and these eclipses saying no, it's time to embrace new other way other ways of being. Mercury is. Is, is about dissolution, you know, it's quicksilver, right? So a Mercury, a North Node a solar eclipse, which is coming June 10th, is, is all about that. It's, it's a stirring of the pot and it's bringing closure to what has been, especially with solar, it's, solar eclipses are associated with leaders of countries, leadership and leaders. So you see how this is all playing in. It's really, really pretty fascinating to marry that to world events. And, and then again, like, like I say, it, we want to look and see, you know, how does this play into our lives? And, and if we're seeing it in the collective, there's definitely a message for all of us in terms of how we 
um, embrace change and um, and listen in different ways and new capacities for listening. When you think about Mercury and communication, going, you know, listening to another point of view, like look at, and it, since Mercury is about siblings and connections with siblings uh, as well, and it's certainly in the sign of Gemini, you see, you know, you think about say Harry and William, you know, they, there's some breakthroughs here that, that can happen. Yes, there could be, there's breakdown, but then breakthroughs. So you'd hate to see them split up. They're such nice boys. Diana raised them well. And uh, anyway, so you're where we'll see um, these are opportunities for our own siblings. Maybe there's reconnections that we are um, due to have to re reinvent our relationships with siblings if we have them. So Anyway, moving right along. So that's um, that's going to be there. And now the middle of the month, um, on the, around May 15th, Mars is going to translate last year's, um, there was an eclipse in, was it last June at 13 degrees of Capricorn. So it was a lunar eclipse in Capricorn. Now, why is this important? I think this is still going to have an effect when Mars activates, even though the, the nodes have shifted into Gemini and Sag, sometimes an eclipse is so powerful that it can even activate even after the nodes have passed into the next sign. So I'm wondering about that. And I, you know, we've seen this in, in other instances. And astrology is so much of it is just you you just you're there and you're it, it's empirical it's like hey try it on there's no hard and fast rule and if it if it's there it's there so uh what i'm what i'm saying is that there's going to be uh, mars on saturday may 15th right after noon i pulled up a chart for washington dc so right after noon on on saturday may 15th mars is going to be exactly to the degree in minute um, it's going to oppose that eclipse point, that lunar eclipse point from last June. So again, eclipses, a seed is planted, and Mars comes along, it's action, right? So it could be some conflict action with an opposition like this is. So we could be seeing, uh, this could play out in many ways, having to do with our homeland, our country, our, our desire and our passion for, be, for being secure, <laughs> for one thing. Um, well, what I'm thinking about is because the sun is also conjunct a fixed star called Algal, which can, is pretty dicey. And that can, that can bring up, um, you know, in, in Greek mythology, it's the, you know, it's the Gorgon Medusa, the, you know, the, the, um, who, the slaying of the head and the head of snakes and, you, you know, familiar with Greek mythology. Um, this was, uh, who slayed the Medusa? I'm, uh, oh, blanking out. Hold on a minute. Let me check. <laughs> okay. It was <laughs> Perseus. Okay. That's it. Um, Perseus um, was, uh, he, he was victorious over the snake-headed Gorgon Medusa. So the Medusa, right, with all that very scary looking imagery in Greek mythology, this head with snakes for hair. And it's, um, it's been associated with violence or, across many cultures. Now, it doesn't mean necessarily, I mean, and also, you know, he slayed, cut their head off. So it's about <laughs> getting your head cut off. And that doesn't have to necessarily be literal, but it can be heads rolling, like saying people getting laid off, 
like you, you hear that term heads will roll, right? People are gonna get in trouble and there's gonna be an ending, a swift and intense ending to things. So that sun, the sun every year, the sun of course in Taurus will transit that point. So this year it will be conjunct Algol and, but it's on the same day or within the same day or days that that is active, Mars is gonna activate that lunar eclipse. And so I wonder about that because that would definitely um, indicate maybe heads will roll, right? Venus, Venus ruling um, the sun, it could be about money, financial money, personal finances, stock market. There could be an upset there, an adjustment. Uh, as I, I was saying in the previous episode, the, um, the the U.S. dollar, the Chinese yuan, and, and they're all and, and Bitcoin. And what was the other one? Not Bitcoin. Um, wait a minute, I got it right here. Uh, the U.S. Oh, and the U.S. dollar. So the USA government, 13 cancer, right? Our, our birth chart, the US dollar at 13 um, Aries, the uh, Bitcoin is 13 Capricorn, right? And there it is. And then the Chinese Yuan. So the Bitcoin, so this will be opposing Bitcoins conjunct the USA sun and opposing the, the uh, Bitcoin's sun at 13 Capricorn. Whoa. So there could be some flare up. There could be, maybe it's about um, where a, the dollar could be maybe threatened. Like there's no security anymore about that or that there'd be this, it could be a very a really big flap in the markets. So these are all potentialities possibilities. Um, so that would be um, Saturday, May 15th. So apparently, you know, so the markets could be affected even like Friday, the 14th, and maybe over the weekend into Monday. Of course, this, if um, you, we've got what, 12 to 14 hours ahead, but about 12 hours ahead from Eastern Standard Time, it would be the, I'm thinking of the Tokyo Stock Exchange. So, of course, Tokyo Stock Exchange wouldn't be open on Sunday, their time. But again, these, these energies, of course, last for a few days. So we might see it coming in on the 13th or 14th of May and possibly that Monday, the 16th, uh, sorry, um, the 17th. So anyway, um, here's an, here are examples of where this might impact us. Uh, they, again, there could be a destabilizing influence around markets with uh, Venus and the North Node and Mercury are in conjunct in Gemini. So again, that could be, especially with markets, because Mercury rules mer mercantilism, right? Merchants, commerce, exchanges, currency exchanges, coins, coins and currency, uh, data, data and information. This could be also about the release of, of me in the media or, excuse me, some news stories and things that would very much upset the apple cart having a destabilizing influence. Another area with Venus there, it could be about homes. You know, you think about the rent revolution that's been going on where rents and the real estate market has been just increasing so much in value. And it, I, I think a lot of this is artificially driven and we could be seeing some blip happening there. Um, especially with Saturn going retrograde at the end of the, um, at the, end of the month. 
wow, you know, you could see a, a, a re, recalibrating of the market, of the real estate market. But I think that this could definitely have an effect about, I feel for people who have had rent moratoriums and they're because of COVID and <clears throat> how they've not been able to, you know, perhaps pay their rent for many months and how that, that moratorium keeps getting extended. So we could be seeing some potential upset around that where's a real adjustment required but venus there it could you know there's thank god right the, the, a fair a desire and, a, and and to connect and have fairness around this and some uh, harmony you know bringing some harmony to the situation some grace but Mars opposition is definitely, I would think it, it would be about, this is time to address this real estate issue, this iniquity and imbalance. Uh, it could also affect schools and families, right? Because lunar eclipse, lunar is the moon. The moon is our home, it's our comfort zone, it's our family, it's our mothers, it's our environment. So this could be, again, the design, uh, there's something that needs to change regarding all of that. Um, uh, certainly, again, with uh, Mercury and Gemini, the school system, again, Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency markets, as, as I've said. And I also think of India, you know, Mother India, you know, God bless, just, you know, keep India and, and the whole world, obviously, in your prayers, but especially with all these headlines around India, it's been so heartbreaking. The the three hundred thousand plus deaths that they've been having, and, and new cases coming in every day, and that the deaths and the cases are probably way way more than than is being reported because it's in such chaos and catastrophe. How could you have any accurate reporting given the scope of of what they're dealing with right now? So please keep India in your prayers really feel for you guys. Uh, so there's that. And I just want to finish it by saying uh, May 22nd and May 23rd. So you got two more uh, juicy uh, opportunities. And then the eclipse May 26th, the solar, I mean, sorry, the lunar eclipse. Uh, but May 22nd, Mercury is going to be squaring Neptune in Pisces. So that's interesting. And when I think about what is Neptune in Pisces, well, that Pisces rules drugs and other states of consciousness and Mercury in the news, there might be some news, some deception that's uncovered around maybe drugs. I'm thinking of like COVID or COVID vaccines. Maybe there's some information that has not been brought to light that is now being brought to light and it might cause people to lose faith. I know there's, there's been a big faith uh, situation going on with a lot of people in the United States. There's, um, several, many millions of people who are evangelical are not getting the vaccine because of religious reasons and their pastor or whomever, minister and such that are, you know, they, they've got their religious viewpoints that are very in, embodied in, in their decision making. So there may be information that changes their mind or, uh, or maybe, maybe there are people who are, say, perhaps very pro-vaccine that get that hear new information and then they they lose faith in the process of of trying to deal with COVID and come to some kind of successful conclusion of this pandemic. So that's something that can very well um, could very well be happening at the end of the month, May 22nd, it perfects. Um, on, a, on a positive note, 
Neptune, of course, being um, about inspiration and um, I think of the arts like dance and poetry and songwriting and Mercury squaring, it might be where we embrace and, and engage with our creative imaginative faculties to create and write. You know, Mercury is the scribe, right? The, the, the ancient, in, Mercury was the, was the messenger and the scribe. So there may be news and, and writing and ideas uh, that are very, to engage with these, these mystical elements. So that would be another um, way in which that energy might play out. Um, but definitely Neptune and Pisces also about faith, you know, so having faith um, and maybe, maybe our faith is shaken and then it needs to be restored or maybe we realign with a new belief system. So th those are all uh, possibilities. And then just the May 23rd, Saturn is going to go retrograde and it spends about five months in retrograde. So Saturn's about our foundations and uh, in, the, in the 3D world, it's real estate and construction and building and philosophically, metaphorically, it's our very structure of reality and it's our, it's our family lineage and it's where we build our base, where we build our base of reality. It's Dharma and our challenges and such. So we are rethinking with that, that retrograde is we're, we're checking on the progress of this amazing society that is being birthed. We're taking time to say, okay, how's our progress? How are we doing with that? It's gonna be, it's squaring Uranus all year. So it's like, okay, this new world that we want, let's take, take a step back and say, are we, are we doing okay with that? Uh, how are we doing with our own plans? How are we in alignment with doing things for the betterment of society or are we being very loner, self-centered? You know, that would be one thing to engage with, especially when it's going to square uh, in the middle of June. It'll be squaring Uranus again, but that'll be next month's conversation. Okay, so, um, and then we just, we pretty much figure, um, you know, that South Node Lunar Eclipse at May 26th. So it'd be right before Memorial Day weekend in the United States. And again, uh, this is a, when you think about the South Node, it's a, it's a dissolution energy and about the home and things related to homes and mothering and security and environment. So the, these eclipses are going to be bringing around change and uh, the, the shifting of what was and it we don't go back in that direction we evolve we we the lights are cut off right the sun and the moon the luminaries are temporarily blank blanked out right we don't see them so it's like we're in the dark so i would say from the middle of may it was the 26th i would give yourself two weeks around each before the eclipse uh, to not make any major decisions because it's you can't make a major decision if the lights are out. You know, it's like, would you want to bake a cake if you had no electricity and you're kind of grabbing around in the dark for like, for like you know, I'm trying to measure how much salt I put in. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's not a not the time, right? So just to be aware that that is coming up and we want to um, align with these the ebbs and flows of nature and the planets to uh, help guide us for the most optimal times for things. And that is definitely a time of introspection 
and we're going to be, especially in the window between eclipses, so that'd be May 26th and June 10th, for sure, you know, I would not be advising to get married or signing any long-term definitive contract or undertaking because that, that's just not the time for that. So um, as, as always with, with any eclipse, regardless of the sign it's in. Uh, but it is a time for reflecting and being and building awareness. So using it as a meditative tool, reflecting on our, our own lives. That's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, it's always a pleasure. And thank you so much for, for listening. Um, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful May full of uh, all great things. And again, you know, our spiritual, our spiritual path, um, regardless of the vicissitudes of life and the upsets and changes and such, just knowing that we are uh, keeping our center and staying in our center and connecting with that as our authentic self, who we really are. And we are not these changes in daily fortunes, fortunes and misfortunes, right? Um, it's, uh, we are bigger than that. We're beyond that. So that this is um, this is our task. This is what's there for us to do is to transform our lives using these transits to be proactive and say, how can I use this to, how can I embrace this and work with it rather than be um, annoyed by it <laughs> um, or thrown around by it, right? So the stronger we are within, the easier it is to, and, to, and not just easier, just it's a different way of seeing things. So, and experiencing them when we're in that mindset. So that's all. Okay, thank you so much. Um, episode 100, yay, Star Sound Speaks. Irliana um, Samsara, thank you all for listening. Have a very blessed, blessed month of May. Namaste.